Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. are here to bring you all kinds of double tapered frivolity (laughs) (laughs) straight liquid frivolity uh we reference a uh youtube video in which george brett is talking about a bout of uh intestinal distress yes indeed speaking of the pine tar incident Nicely played. Well Nicely. done. We didn't work that out before the, before the show started. Uh, no, that was, it was totally played by ear right there. Yes, it was. All right. Welcome. Episode 74. Been a couple weeks. I uh, ended up taking fair week off because I was uh, gallivanting in Vegas, which is where George Brett had his intestinal distress. Maybe it's... Viva Las Vegas. Viva Do they have a, a spot like marked on the sidewalk like a, <laughs> like a Hollywood star, but it's like uh, a... Well, I didn't go into the Bellagio because that's where it happened. Maybe I should have explored in there. Maybe there was a commemorative monument or something. Crab legs dumped here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all need to look that up. If uh... it, it is gold. <laughs> Instead of a, a, a star on the sidewalk, it's just a bunch of droplets down the sidewalk <laughs> leading to the hotel. Oh, like right. a... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, gentlemen, the first time I saw that video, I my my ribs hurt. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I you know I, I guess I just wish I could be so conversational about my uh, <laughs> distress. Yeah, it's just conversational, you know. Yeah. Embarrassing distress of that. <laughs> first first thing you ask guys talking to you, how, how long has it been since you crapped yourself? Yeah, <laughs> like it's just everyday talk. I'm good for it once or twice a year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a response that killed me. Yeah, for those of yeah. you that have no idea what we're talking about, just just Google George uh, Brett, George Brett crab legs di- into diarrhea. Yeah, something George, something George Brett diarrhea. That'll bring that'll bring it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, did you get a haircut? No, I didn't. I think I'm just usually, um, previously, you know, I when I get home from school, I walk the dog and play frisbee, and I'm kind of, but today I kind of like, it was a cooler day, and my quaff stayed true. Weren't those all Smothers Brothers yo-yo tricks? Walk the dog, throw the frisbee. <laughs> Rock the cradle. Yeah, um, and plus I upgraded to a higher quality hair product, so it does better. Wow. You and your hair products. Hey. All right. Uh, looks good, though, Brady. It looks yeah, good. Bree's right. Yeah, Bree was right to notice something. It looks good. Yes. Thank you, Bree. Indeed. Uh, I'm once the one who said it. <laughs> fancy dancy. Episode 74 of the Play It By Ear podcast. Uh, Brady Liming and his coiffure is with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Todd Griffin and his Andy Dalton coiffure. I haven't even combed my hair today. (laughs) 
<laughs> very conversational about your uh, hair or doing habits there. But, yeah. How long since you crapped yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was well, doing let's my put hair. it this way. <laughs> since I've combed my hair. <laughs> uh, yes, Todd knows all about hair products, Bree. That's that's a fact. I, I do. I do indeed. I'm all about the I'm all about the paste. I'm all about the hair paste. A low shine sheen matte yes. paste. Yes. yes. Low a freshly shorned, low sheened quaff. <laughs> Not too much light brightness. It's gotta be a little bit of a mate finish. Yeah. <laughs> For mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't say mate. Nothing like the L.A. L.A. looks never made any mate finish. It was always uh, (laughs) glossy and shiny. By the gallon, brought to you by the 68 Club. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, now uh, we have four people in the room. Now we have three. Oh, no. (laughs) Get to it. Uh, Check in in the comments if you're in the room. We know Bree's here. Who else is here? Uh, while we do that, while we wait for other people to check in, uh, once again, if you've never been here before, now it's going back up to five. Now we're going the right direction. Uh, once, yes, once again, if you've never been here before, each of us bring a topic to the table. We discuss the topic 20-ish minutes. We have not previously discussed said topic, so we play it by ear. Uh, does the uh, does the wiener want to get involved in the show? Here, <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> Todd has a wiener dog. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. That's what I meant. Come on, guys. We're playing Shut dirty mind. Playing dirty minds later, not now. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, we are in order on the screen for which we will uh, give our topics. But first, Brady uh, point has pointed up, Todd, if you would also. Visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. You can find out all about our show, and we will discuss different parts of our website as we go along this evening. And uh, Is the first... cat asshole still on the website? <laughs> well, that should be a thing. We just check that every, every yeah. episode first. Yeah, cat asshole update. Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> uh, before we get to Brady, our shirt of the evening harkens back to a famous moment in Cincinnati Reds history. I meant to look at the date. Uh, April 21st, 1990 is the date. Lou Pinella chucks first base into right field. Nice. Nice. And I was just about to turn 13. He's only 13. That was forever ago. Yes. 13. 13. He was 13. Of course, uh, our beloved Reds would go on to win the World Series that year, and that's the last hint of uh, total success we've seen out of that baseball club since then, 31 years after the fact. But, uh, again, I want to bring that up in Red's history and in honor of once again, another lost baseball season with that Brady Liming, you're up. Okay. It is time to talk dinner parties. Not that kind. 
We do not care what salad fork you use. We do not care what kind of dessert is coming. But what matters is the guests. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We do Whoa. care what dessert is coming. So, Well, that's get, true. That is true. There, but go ahead. So, um, anyway, what our topic is going to be, what I'm leading off is, is gentlemen in our audience, you are to choose four TV characters from any era of TV and you are throwing a dinner party and you are choosing four characters to have dinner with you. Okay. Can I make a proposition here? Absolutely. Should we go one by one? Like you give your first character title, give his first character and I'll give mine. We'll just kind of go down the line as we discuss. Yeah. That'll mix it I up. I like that style. Yeah. We've yeah. used that before. I like that. Yeah. And absolutely, Brie, key lime pie is the bomb. Yes, Brie did say dessert <laughs> matters, as is what I said. What? <laughs> you all right there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't even know what dessert. <laughs> I don't know what sound just emanated from your gullet. Key lime, key lime pie makes me oh. vomit. Oh, I thought <laughs> too dude, bitter. you sold that. I, I thought something was wrong and you were Sorry. no selling it. But I was going no. to dial 911. <laughs> no. All right. So, are we ready, gentlemen? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, and let me be clear it's not categorized. It doesn't have to be funny, serious. It is who you wanted your dinner party to please you. You think it's interesting. You think it'd be fun. And everybody has their reasons. So, shall I lead off? Sure. Okay. My you first, in, in no particular order, but I would like. Michael Weston from Burn Notice to be one of my dinner guests. His years as a spy and his infinite amount of stories and his MacGyver-like tendencies would make him an interesting dinner guest. Okay, Brady, if you would. Uh, I never personally watched Burn Notice. Oh, so oh. if you could give the concept of the show. Okay, Michael. Oh, my gosh. Get on that, guys. I think it's available on all streaming networks. But um, basically, Michael Weston was a, a CIA. He was a deep spy, and he got his burn notice, meaning he was being cut loose without his cover. All right. So um, he finds himself back in his hometown of Miami with his uh, possibly terrorist but now good girlfriend and a wide range of characters, uh, Bruce Campbell. Um, just a tremendous cast, and it was serious. Eric, especially it'll appeal to your A-team likeness, where there's lots of explosions and things, but nobody really ever – it's very lighthearted with some serious, intense turns. So, yeah, uh, Michael Weston from Burn Notice, absolutely. He's my leadoff. Okay. Now, we're playing it by ear, right? Sure. That's what we do. I am not going to have near as much to say about the people that pop into my head as Brady just had about that guy. So okay. just be prepared. That well, sounded yeah. well rehearsed. Well, but well, it is his topic. I mean, he's actually. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm not yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I like. I'm coming up with characters, but I cannot give. I can't. I can't talk that much about them. So mine's going to be short and sweet. For once. Once am I lagging? Be am I lagging because I I, I I stopped talking and it takes you guys several seconds to to seem to hear me like when I did my cough thing. So if I'm lagging, I wonder if I need to restart this. Well, reboot I, it. it. Doesn't seem like you're lagging to me. Doesn't seem like you're lagging okay. anymore. Okay. You're scratching your eye. 
Good deal. <laughs> All right, go Eric, ahead. You going second or am I going second? You're going second. I'm going second. Okay. Order the Probably screen. Probably to man. no one's surprise. Probably to no one's surprise, I picked Kevin James, uh, King of Queens, uh, Doug Heffernan from King of Queens. Um, again, I, all I can say is he just – I always I always kind of attack – the approach these uh, type of, of topics when we have them as who I would kind of like to sit down and have a beer with. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so I always just picture Kevin James as just a good, genuine, uh, funny guy. Although he did usher in the uh, buffoon uh, husband, um, dad. We talked about that before, Eric. Yeah, the the well, he wasn't a dad, but uh, the the buffoon husband that uh, was on yeah. TV for many years at, at right. a that I definitely am not always okay with. But either way, um, I'm going Kevin James with my first pick. Very good. All right, so Brady gave a little uh, preview of my first pick uh, in mentioning the A-team, and I, I think I've probably made it somewhat clear on this show my love for the A-team and how the cinematic garbage that was the A-team movie was sacrilege. Um, and I will only say, and I kind of am getting off on a tangent here, but not once, I don't want to say not once, maybe once, in the pilot episode of the A-team TV show was B.A. ever called Bosco. He was called Bosco throughout the entire movie, which was the first piece of garbage that emanated from that cinematic <laughs> flop. But uh, I digress. <clears throat> so with that being said, uh, my first guest at my TV character dinner party would be none other than Hannibal Smith of uh, the A-Team. And I can give a little more description of why that would be. First of all, um, I'm certain the man has some entertaining war stories. You know, the, the, True. The oh, whole, definitely. I mean, the, the whole idea of where the A-team got to be on the run in the first place is fairly entertaining, but I'm sure there are other things as well. Uh, also, Hannibal Smith is the consummate smart aleck, which I, do, I, I very much appreciate uh, his ability to crack a joke in the... Uh, and, and I think maybe... Hannibal Smith was the originator of that little thing, and then you you saw it later in movies like Die Hard because Bruce Willis's character John McClane was always cracking jokes when he had a gun in his face or whatever. So I think Hannibal Smith was the originator of that whole I'm a smart aleck thing, and I'm going to basically thumb my nose in your face while you have a gun to my head sort of thing. So uh, there's that, and uh, I think he would interact very well with other guests so not only he himself is very interesting but i think he also would add to the ambiance of my dinner party of your dinner party very yes. good very good um ready for round two yep round two. okay my round two doesn't need a lot of explanation larry from three's company <laughs> <laughs> um so so would your would your dinner party be at the Regal Beagle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Have you ever seen those T-shirts? <laughs> I have about bought Beagle. one. I have about bought one. Oh. Seeing a Beagle with a crown. It's just priceless. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. 
No, I just think he would be entertaining. There would be a lot of good stories, and um, I, I don't know. I just think he would lighten things up. Now you you would when you see I him agree. smarmily hitting on women at your dinner party. Absolutely, the waitresses would be very uncomfortable. And um, but I just I I think the uh, what do you call it? He would be the wild card of the dinner party. Understood. And he would probably still be rocking a awesome hair helmet. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> uh, Todd, before you go, I'm going to put uh, Bree put some of her choices up here. Um, Chuck Norris. So now. Bree, would there be any particular Chuck Norris character? I mean, are we talking like Walker, Texas Ranger? Or... Is there any other? Well, I, I don't know. I, I'd be Chuck Norris. His only, I think that might have, I think that that might have been show? his only TV show. Was he, he was in movies, though, right? Movies, definitely, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he's just Chuck Norris, so, I mean, doesn't even need to be a, a character, just Chuck Norris. Uh, MacGyver. Now, would that be the new MacGyver or the oh. old Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver? Because my wife is in love with Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> um, that's one of her uh, future so past husbands. But uh, <laughs> Bart Simpson, the animated guest Bart Simpson. of the uh, dinner party. I, I, can we go into animation? I mean, is that is that a... Uh, I have... <laughs> that 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 certainly does open up a different portal that my mind had not. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and Bree says yes. Old, with three exclamation points. MacGyver. Mm. Okay. I, so uh, it's four. I've never. You only gave us three. I have a confession. Up. Yes. I've never watched a full episode of The Simpsons. Really. Really. Never, yeah. I've watched Never. very few. I don't. I don't. Generally. I was much more. I was much more well versed in the earlier seasons, but you know, no, no problem. It's, I just kind of like. No, that's the way with me. I I think it's brilliant. I think it's amazing that's 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 still on, but back then it seemed like people either went Simpsons or Ren and Stimpy, and then in the South Park, and and that was my direction. Right. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go towards the Simpsons. I think Bree's thrown down the gauntlet there, Brady. She is. The rules were not laid out well. She did not know to give four dinner theater guests fired. Are fired. we firing Brady, Bree, and your fired? Place? <laughs> You're fucking fired. <laughs> I said blanking. Blanking fired. Maybe we should do this with five dinner guests. Blanking fired. Step in her five guests. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Uh, so, am I up? Uh, I think you're up. Okay, I think I'm going to go with one that I almost bet would be at Eric, uh, at Eric's dinner party as well, and that is uh, Doctor House. Queen oh Dr. yeah, House. You, you, um, did, you did take and, one of my guests. Now I have to come up with another. Well, one. no, you, well you don't. You can probably just have more to say about him. I I'm just going to say. You know, Eric, we've talked to this before. I mean, to be so to be so good and valuable at your job that you pretty much can be Doctor House and be the asshole that he is, and no is one pretty can get remarkable. Rid of you. And no one can get rid of you. Yes, 
Um, and plus, you know, I mean, he's brilliant. So I think you would uh, you would you would like him there in case there were any uh, illnesses or uh, chokings or uh, food allergies or anything like that. Or lupus. Um, <laughs> or lupus. No, it's always um, sarcoidosis. That's what it always is. Ne- yeah. Not on his watch. That's the thing. He would. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Although he never said that. That's a that's a friend of ours. Is knock on the show always the. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch. All right. So uh, I will expound upon what Todd said, even though I will not claim Doctor House as a dinner guest since he already did. Um, House not only on the diagnostic medical side, but on the psychology side. I mean, he would be interesting because he would be psychoanalyzing everybody at the party mm-hmm. and giving his two cents about what they're uh, what they're thinking, what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing. I mean, that would be fairly interesting to see Doctor House psychoanalyze Hannibal Smith. That would be worth the price of a very high quality dinner, right there. It would certainly. That Sweet. would be a, a definitely a battle of uh, stubbornness, indeed, and rapier wit. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so I'm to my second dinner guest, and again along that same line, uh, I would say Hawkeye Pierce from Mash would be my second dinner guest. I think Todd just clicked off. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Mash. <laughs> Marsh. Marsh. Gosh. I, I can only. That's the only show. That's the only show that I can ever remember in my life, where the theme song alone just literally made me ill, made me sick to my stomach. Okay, now honestly, how long has it been since you watched an episode of Mash, or have you ever? No, I, I, I've said before. I think I've said on these on this podcast that I would probably like it now. I will fully admit that. But back oh, then, I think, I think there was no it, worse. There was no worse feeling than being like, you know, I had a TV in my bedroom, whatever age, that, and, and there was no remote, I remember, and like you're laying in bed and you're watching TV and the next thing that damn show comes on and you're like, you either got to get up and turn the channel. Or watch the Moody Blues. You know, or watch, yeah, watch the Moody Blues on channel 64. <laughs> now, you, you want to get yeah. started on bashing MASH and you're the one who... Bashing MASH. Bashing Bash, MASH. Uh, you're, you're, not you're necessarily the bashing is- the, the show. The, the music is the theme song. I never got past the theme song to watch the show. <laughs> Did it just make you anxious? No, no. I, it, it just it just was so drab and blah. Wah, 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 exactly. Wah, it literally wah, says wah, wah in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I forgot the, the helicopter. Chopper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, Les Nessman. Got to get the boob chopper in there. <laughs> No, I, and, I mean you're you're going bash mash here, and you were going on and on about your fandom of Little House on the Prairie the other day. So that was a good show. That was a, that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, it was a wholesome Next, show. That's right. You felt good watching that. Did you feel good watching Mash? Hey, I'm about ready to break into a. Speaking of wholesome shows, shows. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? 
Oh, so you turned into uh, well, uh, the, the put me in coach uh, who sings that uh, <laughs> John Fogarty. John Fogarty. Uh, John Fogarty. <laughs> Speaking of wholesome shows, <laughs> the old man down the road. <laughs> he puts he puts way more syllables in the word shoes than they're actually in there. <laughs> shoes. Oh man. Good night, Brady G. All right, here we go. I'm taking a totally different, different, on, different. Eric, Eric yeah, pick... I, I, ne- I never said why why I picked yeah. Hawkeye, Brady. Oh, that's right. You're, you're jumping yeah. the gun here. Um, Hawkeye along the same lines as uh, what Todd said about Dr. House. Uh, again, someone who's so good at their job that they could just go straight to a general and basically tell the general off and and not end up in a court martial. It's just amazing. Probably a little unrealistic, but yeah, uh, always had a wisecrack. And those wisecracks that you didn't really see coming, you know, it was like wisecracks, wisecracks, wisecracks. No, no, not wise, wisecracks. Yeah. So, yes, uh, Hawkeye Pierce would be a dinner guest of mine. Good choice, good choice. He better be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Indeed. Can I explain? I, I got to explain real quick the wise crack versus wives crack. I think I've told this story before. It, it was, <laughs> I was in high school and uh, there was a uh, a young lady in our class who was uh, saying something to the class and she said, "I think it was an old wives crack." And and I I I couldn't I couldn't pass up the opportunity to make fun of her. And the next thing I know, she threw a, a book across the room and hit me in the in the forehead with it. So. Uh, she definitely won that little back and forth, but uh, <laughs> at least I knew the difference between a wives crack and a wise crack, even in high school. <laughs> so, well, uh, sounds like a classmate of ours, although it wasn't in class, talking about this TV show. Uh, <laughs> you know that TV show, Groin Pains? <laughs> groin <What>? Pains. <laughs> she thought it was groin pains instead of growing pains. So that's literally what they thought, or they just say the word. No. Oh, she legitimately body. thought it was groin pains. She thought it was groin. Groin pains. Wow, that would be a whole different show. <laughs> yeah, I think. Would. Although Richard Stabone would probably have still had a good part in that show. <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> a different part. Yeah. Yes, a different part. Yeah. All right, my guest number three. So we've gone spy. We've gone local watering hole etch and now we are going to go somebody with a little bit more uh grit and texture um tj from criminal minds which one is he she oh she sorry she is the lovely flaxen haired um kick butt beauty that um i might be choosing as a dinner guest for multiple reasons um but celebrity crush but anyway she uh just the things that she's seen you know we have a spy and escape stories we have the funny guy and then it's going to get dark in here when she tells you about the horrible things that she may have witnessed and what kind of cases that she was privy to so there's that (laughs) very good makes sense yep i've never watched that either Really? Now you talk about dark. Well, not to get I, on. It got t- scary. Criminal Minds, right? Yeah. I, I I did. I have started that. Is that the one where they fly? Like they fly the special group? 
Yep, that's him. All over yeah. the place. It's got the, uh, I can't think of the lead guy, the head honcho guy. Uh, Mandy Patinkin oh. in the first couple Mandy, seasons. Yeah. And then... Um, I haven't, haven't gotten any farther than that. Yeah. I like him a lot. All right. Oh. My third... Alf. <laughs> Alf. <laughs> Alf. I said TJ. It was AJ. Sorry. Go, Todd. That's all right. I kept thinking TJ Hooker, though, when you were talking, when you said yeah, TJ. Yeah, that's where my mind went. I'm going Alf. Uh, first off, I think it would be interesting. I mean, think about it. You're having dinner with an alien. Right. Uh, he wouldn't eat much unless you were serving fresh cat. <laughs> uh, I would be. Uh, I wouldn't be the shortest guest there, because I think Alf was short. Yeah, and, and I think that's all I got. I just. I've always. I always liked Alf. Just always wanted to meet Alf. Always wanted to meet Alf. It, do I get to say one of the best Toddisms? <laughs> if he brought relatives, would there be Alves? Alves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How else would you say the plural of Alf? No, I agree with you. It was a classic moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my third dinner guest comes from the show The Shield. Ooh. Vic Mackey. Vic Mackey. Um, oh. I, I have a generalized TV character, and we, and we talked about House, and we've talked about... Um, Hawkeye, Hannibal Smith to an extent, Ho not Hawkeye so much. Uh, I'm talking about the TV character that does bad things for good reasons, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, now, if you've never watched The Shield, I'll, I'll give you a synopsis of uh, Vic Mackey and his group called the Strike Team are what would be termed as dirty cops. Uh, however, uh, an example in their mind, they do good things, quote unquote, because they allow one drug dealer to do business, but keep the other drug dealers in the neighborhood from doing business because that alleviates the drug wars and people getting shot. So that's the line of thinking you're talking about here. Yeah. And I guess it all goes back to um, tying in to, trying to get in the mind of someone like that. You know, just having a conversation of, so why did you do that? Why did you think that was a good thing to do? And, I, and it, being able to ask, now there's stipulations here, because you got to be able to ask these people anything you want to ask them without fear of retribution or, you know, Vic pulling a, a Glock on you. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's got to be open conversation here at my dinner party. We're going to check the weapons at the door. We're going to sit like a... Civilized human beings. It is exactly. And we're, and we're going to talk about what we talk about. But Vic Mackey, uh, again, at my party, uh, a little bit of a wild card there. And uh, I think he would, again, add to the ambiance. I I still, I've started the shield a couple of times, but I need to, I need to stick with it. Yes, you do. Just yes, take a summer and stick with it. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan who I know there's some some right. real, you know, cross some pollination there. Yep. Yeah. All right. You ready for my number four? Yep. Speaking of Sons of Anarchy, <clears throat> Gemma Teller. 
Gemma. The stories, the questions, the uh, perspective of her mindset. Yeah. That 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 you talk about that that would just be like opening she, a Pandora's box. She was a she had a, a nice voice, so she could sing. She could mm-hmm. sing. A, you know, she could entertain at the at the uh, dinner party. That is an interesting choice from that show, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's. I, like I said it's kind of the, she, the. I mean, there were so many compelling characters, and she was, but she was really flipping complicated. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I would have gone. I, he's not on my list. I don't think I would have gone Opie probably from from Sons of Anarchy. Very conflicted. Yeah, maybe Jax. Tig. Hmm. Tig. Tig was. Uh, uh, t- uh, you would not have gotten Tig to check his weapons at the door. <laughs> Tig was a loose. <laughs> That's true. Tig was one of those characters that you you literally felt greasy and dirty. For even ever liking and rooting for. Yeah. Jax became that way, too, without giving too much away, but I mean... Yeah. Right. Interesting choice, though. I'm glad somebody picked a, a Sons of Anarchy character. Uh, my last character... Bruce Banner. Oh. Bill what? Bigsby. Well, no, he did David Banner. David. Sorry, David Banner. It is Bruce, Bruce Banner. Um, but... It's Bruce Banner, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, in the comic so, book. So, in the comic book, yeah, I'm I'm talking the show. I'm talking the you know the the show when I was a youth for for a couple reasons. Number one is I always thought he looked like my dad, and uh, <laughs> so I, th- I think that would be cool. Um, they had the same hairdo, and you know it would be interesting also to see. It would be funny to see with Doctor House there and Alf. How pissed off they could get him and see it, you know, before he turned green. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, are it wouldn't take carnage. long. You're going to have carnage at your I, dinner party. I am going to have carnage. Yes. Hulk smash. <laughs> I'll wait till you pick your fourth, and Eric, and I'll tell you. My last one was a tie between. My last one was a tie between what I chose and another and another guy. I want to see if you uh, if you picked him before I chime in, though. So. What's your fourth, Eric? Uh, so what what tilted the scales here with the, with your choice? I, I I think I was I think it was nostalgia. I, it was just my childhood. I, the Incredible Hulk was a big part of my childhood. I mean, I, I every once in a while, looking through shoe boxes of pictures, I still find uh, my uh, underoos, my Incredible Hulk underoos and T-shirt uh, picture of me, you know, posing, you know, weighing twenty seven pounds and thinking I was the Incredible Hulk. So like I don't know it just it was a you know superheroes weren't obviously as big well I don't want to say they weren't as big to us when we were younger I mean you know probably not as big as what they've gotten in the last decade or you know 15 years yeah. here uh, recently but that was the one that I, that, that I always I mean it was always the incredible hulk for me I was never superman spider-man I was always incredible hulk All right and and Todd I want to throw this in there cuz I am a comic book guy but you don't know the joy. Like I had to suffer through superhero shows like Spider-Man and Hulk and Captain America. There were, there were just 70s that the special effects weren't so special. And I like I, I keep on thinking like with the comic book movies today, man, five-year-old me would have been out of my mind, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I, 
but it seems like the movies now are more like people going back to vinyl records. I did, there, there comes a point where things are too good, too realistic, too whatever. I mean, so to, at some level, people like that campy schlock. Stuff, oh, yeah. You know, and I, I, I worry about things that I, I look at and could actually happen you know oh yeah so yeah. do you do you think that so then do you think that the you know again the last decade you know the, the marvel uprising you know do you think that they've they've shined everything up too pristine too perfectly i mean do you think it needs some of that cheese that that swamp thing uh uh <laughs> hokey goodness oh know, i think so i think yeah. so all right so to my number four <clears throat> Um, I, I, I guess I go to how this person would, again, fit into the dynamic. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to the preachy overacting. And I assume that this character just is like that. So they... Again, fitting into the whole dynamic of the of the dinner party. The original question here, by the way, we kind of kick this around a little bit because that's kind of what we do. You know, whenever you see something, it may be a topic. You text the other two and you say topic question mark. And this this all started with name four seventies TV characters that you would invite to a dinner party. Well, Todd was born when you were born. I need seventy seven, right? 77, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he wasn't alive much in the 70s, uh, so he didn't feel he could uh, give much input on 70s TV characters, so we kind of expanded it, so that's why we're talking about other things. But mine is a 70s TV character, and that TV character is Dr. R. Quincy, M.D. Quinky. Quinky, dude. Quinky. Again, I go back to the the preachiness, the I'm making a point and I'm pursing my fingers and shaking my hand at you. Uh, how he would fit into the die. I, I could just imagine the first time he did a, the little preachy thing and shook his hand at Hannibal Smith and, and see what would happen there. <laughs> he'd get he'd get a cigar put out right on his knuckles. <laughs> He would indeed. Well, can you imagine the difference between the unorthodox house and preachy quinky going at it? <laughs> how, yeah, we, how come it's quinky and not Quincy? <laughs> I don't know. Quincy. You got to breathe into Quincy. <laughs> I mean, that carried on. There used to be a chain of a, like, um, it, it was kind of like a Ponderosa, but it was down south and it was Quincy's and Doug and I, we, my friend Doug, we always called it Quinkies. <laughs> or the Quink. The Quink. <laughs> Can't find that show anywhere. Streams nowhere. Really? That's, Not even on Pluto? No. No. I have a, I put that show, I have a category that I put that show in to me or for me. And, <laughs> it goes to me. It goes into the Madlock murder she wrote. Uh, going to your great 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 grandmas and eating like um, oh, 
a, a, a bread sandwich. Uh, Dr. Um, Quinn it, Medicine Wombat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, you give me with the you give me with the wombat over and over again. I don't know why. Oh man! Oh goodness! He's weeping. I'm weeping. But I, you know what I mean. I always put them in the like those shows could have easily been in black and white on my TV for for all I care. Like they just seemed so, and I'm sure they were great shows. But to me, they just I think it was my age. They just seemed. They had an old soul to like, them. It, exactly. It was like, what are you going to do in a rainy ass day? You're going to watch Murder She Wrote, and you're <laughs> going to watch Alder Grandma Nips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, never mind. I mean, what what that town in Maine have like? Cabbage Corner of, or Cabbage Cove? Of, like a size of Sardinia, wasn't it? it? Had a murder every week. Like, what's going on there? I'm going to I'm going to tell you what I would have rather done when I was a kid, and I did many times, than watch Murder She Wrote or Matlock or. Wincy. And that is sit on my damn picnic table. Sit on my picnic table pretending it's a boat and casting a fishing pole out and pretending I was fishing. And when it got when it got hooked on a good old piece of snod grass, I caught me a a lugger. <laughs> oh gosh. So uh <clears throat> you had a you had a tie for your fourth place, Todd. Lunker, by the way, that was a terrible. I meant Lunker, not Lugger. Lunker, <laughs> Lunker. I, I I got Lunker and Lugger mixed up because I was thinking in my head where uh, on Tombstone where they call Doc Holiday. I think they call him Lunger. Lunger. I think I think because uh, it's tuberculosis. Yeah, and yeah. I I got the two words mixed up, Lunger and lun- Lunker. So yeah. that's how I got Lugger. <laughs> So, so the uh, character that I said that I was afraid you would pick, Eric, I, I picked House, and I and I was pretty confident you would pick him, but I was going to pick Dexter. Ooh. Um, I, That's a I solid think, choice. It, yeah, and I, I don't even know why, other than just fascinating. Uh, you know, I, nothing to fear. There's no reason to be afraid of, of Dexter. Right. I don't want to give too much away in case anyone has not seen Dexter. You definitely should. Right. Uh, one of my top three favorite Great shows show. of all time. But it, it's coming back, by the way. There is a short, uh, I don't know what you call it, a short yeah. miniseries, sequel miniseries coming back, I believe, in November. That's what I was going to say. They're bringing that back. I mean, have Has every single one of those people that was in Dexter been typecast? Because I don't think any of them have been in anything ever since. Um, well, I heard he was difficult to work with, possibly. Yeah. Maybe there's a reputation or a lot, something. A lot of actors are difficult to work with, I think. Yeah. Is our friend Carrie on tonight? If if is Carrie on tonight, I don't know if she's if she's watching, but our friend Carrie, uh, she actually has a Dexter story. I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, uh, Michael it's three names, right? Michael yeah. Ian Thomas or something like that. Yeah. Or or Anthony, Anthony Michael Anthony Thompson. No, that's Michael Anthony's the bass player for Van Halen. Um <laughs> And uh, Anthony Michael Thomas, that was the guy from Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony uh, Michael Hall, I think it was Michael C- Ian Thomas. C. Thomas Hall, <laughs> C- I think it is C. Thomas Hall, isn't it? Hold or Thomas on. C. Hall, hold on, it's Thomas C. Hall, Tom I'm, T. Hall, Tom T. Hall. Tom T. Collins. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking on the internet movie database. 
Brady was right. It's Thomas C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. There you go. Michael, what Michael was is he changed him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But either way, uh, Carrie has a story about him. I think she met him. Yeah. Really? Uh, I think before Dexter. I think this was, what was the, um, what was the show he was in before Dexter that he caught some critical acclaim for? Um, I don't remember. I can't think. Uh, I think he played, I think he played someone under. who that was it yeah okay yeah but anyway she has an interesting story she met him so we should uh we should have her sometime join the show and uh and talk about that i believe she also had a run-in with pink one time so she could tell that story as well the singer pink yeah yeah (laughs) as opposed to what (laughs) well (laughs) anyway i'm going to tell you what um Wait till I, I was gonna choose maybe Dudley from Different Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Gordon Jump? <laughs> I I really wasn't gonna do that. I was just waiting for one of you guys to take a drink and see if I could. I I find that Brady is the only one that chose a female. That's true. Two females. I was going to go with Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster as a 10-year-old? Now, wait a minute. Well, when I was, I mean, because we're about the same age, so if my dinner party was happening when I was 10 years old, then it would have been. But but Celine Moon Fry, I believe, is her is her real name, right? Celine or Celine or... Soleil. 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 French for for sun, so her name is Sun Moon Fry. Sun Moon Fry. Um, Does she have a famous brother that acts... Does she have have a famous brother? Is it... Is she the one who's um? Isn't she like related to a Zappa or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I've never Anywho, heard that. Um, and then I was going to pick Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So uh, as Kelly Kapowski, or as whatever she was on nine hundred two. Well, I didn't like her so much on nine hundred two and zero, but but I will say this: I I follow her Instagram, and she is a fantastic chef. Like she's and uh, she actually has a show where like. Uh, I think she still has it, but anyway, where she and her and her husband invite over, invite other people over, like other celebrities over, and they have, mm-hmm. and she makes the meal and stuff. So she would be a good one to have the dinner party because, yeah, yeah, she's a very, very, yeah, she's a very good food maker. So plus, I would have all kinds of screech and Lisa Turtle questions to ask her, and uh, Zach Morris questions. Sean Fry is her half brother. Is that who you're referring to? Uh, Who's Sean Fry? Just, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that, but uh, but I didn't know if I was. Is he related to well, fish. Uh, he he <laughs> he he was an ET. He was as Steve. what Steve. An ET. Oh. <laughs> oh, he he was in Real as Genius. What? He was okay. in Real Genius. He oh, was, he was the boy at the science fair in Real Genius. <laughs> Well, her half brother is Mino wow. Palouse. Mino Palouse. That's not who I was thinking of either. Mm. <laughs> He's a child actor. Um, Hello, Rhonda, Hall of Famer. Uh, hey, C. Thomas Howe. Yes, we kind of went all the way around that Michael C. Yeah. Hall thing. <laughs> C. Thomas Howe, Tom T. Hall. Yeah. Let's talk about Howell C. Thomas Howe. Because C. Thomas Howe had as much going for him as any of that group of of. Yeah, Rat, Brat young Packers. actors at the time, Brat Packers, but he never went any. He didn't go near as far as what most of them did. Why is that? I don't know. Why was he, he typecast, but the other ones? 
Well, uh, honestly, I don't mean to get... I think he took a lot of heat for taking the role in Soul Man, which did not age particularly well. Gotcha. And I think that might have, like, there might have been a little bit of backlash, but... He, he was one of my favorites in Red Dawn, and obviously Outsiders. I mean, he was... Yeah. yeah, main character. So it just seemed weird that he he didn't go very far, but the rest of them did. I can't think of any other Brat Packer that didn't have a more successful career. Ali Sheedy. Oh, talk about stories, Carrie. Welcome. Uh, there there you go, Carrie. See, I knew it. Did her nose must have tickled because I was talking about it. <laughs> holy, holy cow, Carrie! I didn't know you hung out inside the Viper Room. That's like where. Uh, Oh, who who was it died at the Viper River, River Phoenix? Yes, River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. All right, boy, I didn't know this about so, you. Carrie. So, Carrie, while you're with us, by the way, thank you for joining us, Carrie. There's our friend Carrie, everyone. Yeah. Uh, tell us the pink story. Yes, uh, we will. Uh, and we'll don't worry, her... we have so much money coming in, we can fight pink if she decides to sue us, Carrie. Don't worry about that at all. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, we'll let uh, Carrie type that up, and I will uh, talk yeah. about. Our website. The cat's asshole. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, please, once again, visit our website, playitbyearpodcast.com. And I got, I got nothing. I'm stuck. You're stuck in? There it is. There it is. All right, uh, go to our support, our membership support page. And I just mentioned uh, Rhonda Reeser, one of our Hall of Famers. If you go to this page on our website, uh, you can become a member of our podcast, along with the names listed here. Uh, Savannah Brown, Allison Chavis, Chuck Griffin, Jessica Longacre, Rhonda Reeser, Christy Rocky, and Joe Rocky. And uh, you can do that by clicking on this link buy me a coffee or you can click on the little red coffee cup over here either one and uh, that will take you to our crowdsourcing platform buymeacoffee.com and you can go through the steps to become a member of the podcast so you can find all that on the website so uh carrie not put her comment on yet but carrie uh yeah please let us know what the what the uh, story there is with Pink. You're running with Pink. Running with Pink. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda. All right. Look, moving on to topic number two, and I'll put uh, Carrie's comment up there when she puts that up. Oh, how about that? Same night at the Viper Room. You never know who you're going to see at the Viper and Room. And see, I was thinking that. That's why those two stories connected for me so see carrie i remember i listen see I, I i've been to la a couple different times but i never really had the uh the uh i don't want to say guts but i just the cojones the cognas the sack and, <laughs> <laughs> to go to a place like the viper room the satchel silk <laughs> <laughs> <Some> uh, purse <laughs> Yeah. All right. Todd. Okay, so topic two. Here a, a while back, somehow we ended up in our in our private messages, we ended up uh 
I was at the grocery store and we ended up, uh, I was in awe of some of the new cereal out there. Some of the, uh, some of the things they're turning into cereals and I, I'm not a big cereal <laughs> eater anymore. And so I thought I'm going to do a, a topic, a cereal topic tonight. So I started out looking at lists and trying to find like, you know, worst to best list and things like that. And I do have a couple of those that I'm going to run through very quickly, but I also, I have a, uh, a bracket, if you will. Top 32 cereals going head-to-head. And I know this is going to be an interesting, I guess, dynamic here because Brady and I both – I think Brady still eats cereal, like the man-child he is. With a fork. And, uh, <laughs> and Eric, I don't believe, has ever eaten cereal. Maybe, I mean not, – Not with milk. Not with milk. <laughs> so his experience – His it's experience is milk. Yeah, his experience is always going to be these cereals in their arid form, their uh, <laughs> their uh, non milt soaked form. So he's going to have a different take than the rest of us. And also, I know Eric, being the the TV uh, expert, and I know he has a, he remembers a lot of the commercials and advertisements and things like that for these cereals. So we kind of thought we would maybe uh, pick our winners of each game of each head to head match between the two cereals, and then also take some votes from our. Wonderful audience. So without further ado, I think I'll do the bracket first. And if that's all I get through, that's fine. Oh, so, can, I, can I catch you off a little? Because you Carrie, sure can. Carrie's put the story up. Okay, let's hear Carrie's story. All right. So uh, basically, Pink and I, which is Carrie, were at the Viper room at the same time, but she was being bossy and I got served first. She was pissed. <laughs> so later in the bathroom, I ran into her with her and her posse. Passe. <laughs> Passe. Uh, this was 2003, so she had a mohawk and a studded belt. She saw me, pushed me, and called me a... Miash. Miash. A witch with a B, yeah, as my right. mom would say. <laughs> I was so excited, all I could do was run back to Michael C. Hall and tell him that Pink hates me. That is an outstanding story. I I, wow. I have no story in my whole life yeah. that, that measures up to that yeah. one. Right I now. mean, I've shaken Larry Bird's hand, but whatever. I mean, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> but seriously, I, she told me that story, and I thought it was really cool. And I think, Carrie, I don't know if you if you answered this earlier, but I think this was before he became – he he was on Dexter. So he had not – that's probably how he was able to just be hanging out there and uh, with uh, our good friend Carrie from Brown County. Not that there's anything wrong with hanging out with Carrie from Brown County, but – I would say the Dexter or the Michael, what was his name? Michael, Michael C. Hall. Hall. After Dexter probably would have been not one to hang out that you could have hung out with in, in just a, in a bar. But anyway, that's a really cool story. Thanks but, for sharing, Carrie. But but I would venture to say, and she says at the time he wasn't six feet under, so yeah. he was somewhat known. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how many Brown Countyans do you think have been to the Viper Room? Six. I'm I'm saying yeah, it's got to be under ten. Got to yeah. be under ten. And I'm saying in the Viper Room, like when the bar is open, not going there to see. Hey, this is where River Phoenix died. Yeah. You know, going in there and drinking shots in the Viper Room. I'm saying like yeah, like I said, less than ten. Well, I think you know also where our like when we're talking about how cool it would be to see where George Brett shit himself. <laughs> I mean, you can see how we we maybe aren't cool enough to be hanging out at the Viper Room. No, we're not. We're not. (laughs) So if any of our listeners has ever been to the Viper Room, uh, let us know. 
chime in. Well, well, we know Carrie has been, but other exactly. than yeah. Carrie, exactly. have you been to the Viper Room? Have you have you had shots at the Viper Room? Let us know. Not just to know. see where River Phoenix died. Have yeah. you been in during bar hours? Carrie, I think you should try reaching out to Pink and explain to her that, you know, that night that you and her about got into a fight and that, you know, she's lucky you didn't kick her hind in. And, you know, give her the whole what, what for and see if she remembers it. And she, she Tell her she needs to come on our podcast and apologize. <laughs> and apologize to you, yes. Yeah, she, she owes you some remuneration of some sort. There we go. All right, Todd, sorry to cut you off there. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. No, that was well worth it. That was a pretty cool story. So the one seed, and this isn't broken down. Eric, Eric actually is the bracket master, the braster, if you will. And uh, he, he would be able to, to break this down better than me, but I just have a basic – it's a bracket, Eric. So I don't know what okay. to call the different sections. You, um, so the like, regions. for instance – The so, regions, yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah. one region we have, our, our one seed versus the eight seed, we have Fruit Luops <laughs> taking fruit. on – this is such a lopsided contest. It's not even – I mean, it's not even – it's funny. Fruit Luops <laughs> – <laughs> versus Grappe Nuits. <laughs> Fru- Fruat Luops versus Grappe Nuits. <laughs> now, what you says said, you guys? Well, when you said lopsided, I thought you were going to say Malto Meal or something like that. I was going to go with Mucilix. <laughs> no, no. So, fr- so for those of you that don't speak my ignorant language, Fruit Loops versus Grape Nuts. Is there even, I mean... How Unless you're 176 years old. <laughs> but um, the, as the old joke goes, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll opine quickly. Fruit Loops are pretty darn solid, and the new ones with marshmallows are even better. Well, they're the number one seed, but see, now I disagree with the marshmallows. It didn't need marshmallows. They're turning it into something else. It's, it's called Fruit Loops, not Fruit Loops and Mellows. It's, it's, or Fruit Loops and Marshmallows. It's Fruit Loops. All you need is a loop of fruit. <laughs> but either way, Lupo fruit, Lupo, Lupo fruit. fruit. Either way, grape nuts is not even in the same. I mean, oh. G- grape know. nuts Eric, is what I mean, happens to aquarium gravel when it gets processed for eating. <laughs> that's exactly what I was saying. Grape nuts is aquarium there, gravel. Here's all you have to think about: there has never been a human soul eat a bowl of grape nuts and smile. <laughs> They can't. It's not basically a, impossible. There is not a sadder cereal on the planet. I think, I, I, think Jeez, they, I, I think they smile when the grape nuts leave their bodies. Well, no, they don't smile because it's already just, broken all their smile. teeth out. Yeah. Like a cat shitting peach seeds. <laughs> you can smile without teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's it rem, Grape nuts always reminded me of, you know how when you go to like a... You go to the to the zoo, or you go to somewhere at the King's Island. They have a little. Uh, you put a quarter in, you get a hand, a fistful of food nuggets to feed the carp. That's what greatness looks like. It's 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 carp hand food. It's hand carp food. <laughs> carp food. Uh, carp ADM. Um, right, I'm I'm putting Fruit Loops in there, Eric. I mean, you you can vote, Eric, but I would. No, I, He'll I, be shouted down. I, even though yeah. I'm not a cereal connoisseur, I know what the winner of that game is. Yeah, for, exactly. Fruit Loops for the win. <laughs> All right, the four versus five seeds. We have shredded wheat <laughs> versus wheaties. 
shredded wheat versus wheaties. Is this shredded wheat? Does it have any frosting on it? <laughs> not this one. Not not, Dude, yeah, just not the, the four seed. Just it's just the bale. It's just the bale sans twine. <laughs> oh. My question is how did how did how does shredded wheat get to be a five seed without sugar? I have no idea. It's the four seed actually. Oh, get out of here. It's it's it probably it's won the Ohio Valley tournament, so therefore it got in. Um I'll be honest though. Wheaties isn't very good either. I mean, it's good for oh. catching carp. There's a, there's a carp tie-in about every one of these cereals. Yeah. Some Wheaty Ball and some pantyhoe. <laughs> make some good dough balls. Yeah. Some Cairo corn syrup. I was going to say, I bet your dad made up some Wheaty Ball in the day, oh, didn't he, yeah. Eric? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Emerald, man. It's good, you didn't eat, it's good thing you didn't eat cereal. He'd have, he'd have brought... He'd have, like my dad, he would have taken the last bowl from underneath your chin when you were biting into it to make some weedy bowl or weedy balls. <laughs> yeah, wrap, wrapped it in tin foils. <laughs> yeah. Is it safe to say we're going weedies though? Over I mean, anything over shredded? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. By by a barely nudge. <laughs> and and Eric, you I mean, let me know if people chime in. I don't have the comments yeah. up, but gotcha. the three and six seed we have Rice Krispies versus Honeycomb. Oh, honeycombs. <laughs> honeycombs. I'm going honeycomb too. That's a damn good cereal. Yep. Well, now just... now let, let's qualify here. Now the rice krispies have to be in the form of a milted cereal. Yes. Correct? No so confectionery the... treat. No. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think treat. so though. I, well, not treat, yes, but I thought you meant just like eating them dry out of your palm. I mean, that oh, would be okay. Yeah. So say a rice krispie treat. That's a whole different story right there. That is. Why don't you just throw that in a bowl and slap some milk on it? Uh, exactly. That'd there be you great. go. Uh, you know, Ronda votes the crispies, honeycombs. Honeycomb. Yeah. The, the Rice Krispies the higher seed here, but I think we have our first upset. I, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm no, going honeycomb. I have bugs, I would, I have bugs guess, on my computer. Oh, I would shit. guess as a cereal, even though, again, I'm not a connoisseur, honeycombs in its natural condition would be a better cereal. Yeah, it's, honeycomb was always so great because it, the the it, it didn't get too soggy, but also didn't it didn't like tear up the roof of your mouth. It was a it was a nice <laughs> medium. Uh, so we're going uh, honeycomb. We are honeycombs. Okay. All right. The last game in this uh, region, we have number two seed Kellogg's cornflakes mm. versus honey bunches of oats. Oh gosh. <laughs> As like Drexel versus Valparaiso right there. Um, I, I, I'm going to have to go honey bunches of oats because, sorry, cornflakes ain't got nothing going on, man. It's rough. I was going to say, there's, the, there's not a difference. You can make weedy uh, carp balls with um, with uh, cornflakes, too. Car no, Wheaties, and, and Wheaties and cornflakes are the exact same cereal. So what I'm wondering is, is why was one of them deemed the cereal that like Olympic well, champions ate, now, now and one minute. of them was not? It can't be the same cereal because <laughs> one one's made of wheat, and one's made of corn. I know, right? but they look and taste just alike. I don't care what they say one they're made of. Wheat and one is garn. <laughs> <laughs> one is wheat and one is garn. 
They might as well just call them bland, boring green flakes because that's what they both are. Uh, very Ron, So, Brady, I agree with you. I, I do not like Honey Bunch. Rhonda's on the same page as us, too. I don't like Honey Bunches of Oats, but I do like it over cornflakes. Yes. Yeah, probably for so this particular going. matchup, I would, I would concur. On to the next region. All right, region. The next region, this, this, the one further south. All right. Uh, number one seed versus the eight seed. We have Cheerios, just plain old Cheerios. How is that a one seed without some sugar? It's a classic. Really? You're right. Versus number eight, Waffle Crisps. I don't really know that I've had Waffle Crisps. I haven't had those in a while. Um, I've had them before, not commonly, but they're pretty tasty. I mean, I, I eat them as a snack. Cheerios are better mixed in with some other sort of trail mix type. <laughs> some raisins concoction. and some dry bananas. <laughs> yeah. See, but see, I also can't think of anything. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Well, it seems to me like the uh, waffle crisps would be a better tasting cereal than the Cheerios. Yeah. I will venture to say that if well, no, I don't want to say it because it might be on the list. So, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll save that comment. What is the next matchup? Well, uh, Rhonda says Cheerios, especially when you put three scoops of sugar in it. That's good. Good point, Rhonda. I I like Cheerios with lots of sugar or stevia or something, some sort of sweetener. Waffle Crisp. The only thing about Waffle Crisp that I remember is. You can't take something as glorious as a waffle, you know, and cerealize it. Put it into a a cerealize it. Good word. Yeah. A granular facsimile. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to vote Cheerios. We might have our first dilemma here. I voted Cheerios. Brady, you voted waffle crisps. Yeah. Rhonda said Cheerios with the disclaimer of having lots of sugar on it, which mine also. Uh, but what Eric? doesn't taste good with three scoops of sugar on it? You might be the tiebreaker here, Eric. Well, I, I, again, I can't say other than conjecture that it seems like a waffle crisp would be better than a Cheerio. All au natural. Actually, all that did was make the tie more solid. <laughs> Actually, yeah. form a tie. Yeah. Um, anyone else? That's, can anyone else vote? Cheerios versus... Waffle crisps. Let me put it this way. Cheerios is iconic, and I don't love the waffle crisps so much that I'm willing to go to war for it. So I would be okay casting toward Cheerios. I mean, Cheerios is the duke of this tournament here. (laughs) I mean, you got to admit. Waffleos is the duchess. They're they're kind of boring, kind of there, number one seed for many, many years in a row. Yeah. Right. So are we going Cheerios, or are we going to go with the upset? Cheerios. Number four, five seeds. Life. Mikey. Versus Frosted Mini Wheats. Oh, gosh. Now, this is where it de- <sighs> passionate it about It depends on which side. It depends on which side of the mini wheat biscuit you're eating. The 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 frosted side beats most cereals. The back side of it though is the back is pretty, side. It's pretty drab, yeah. It tastes like backside. <laughs> um so 
<laughs> I like both of these series serials a lot. In in the real world, my preference is easy. I love life with sugar, though. But eating au naturel, as Eric says, if I'm eating it without the sugar, it throws me to the frosted mini wheat. Wheat, yeah. <sighs> However, now the frosted mini wheat <laughs> has inherent sugar on it. I felt my hair blow up there, Eric. That was so uh, that was so now, intense. That, Eric, that should not qualify as criteria because it it has that on it. That's the product, and if the other team would have thought of it first, they could have used it. <laughs> So I, I think if there is no frosted like mini that, life. <laughs> Actually, I think there is. Here's there's the thing: why isn't life. it called lives? Because there's more than one of them in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a get, get a box think of lives? About it, though. <laughs> Every other cereal: Fruit Loops, Grape Nuts, Corn Flakes, Cheerios, but life. <laughs> a bowl. It just doesn't make any sense. There's a bowl of life. Well, it's kind of very, very, it's very true because just like in real life, it gets soggier the longer it stays in the milk, the longer <laughs> life goes on. Frosted mini wheats is the Oklahoma state in this tournament. They're just that <laughs> I know exactly meddling, what you mean and that scares you know me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I'm going. I'm going frosted mini wheats. That was my dad's cereal growing up that I wasn't allowed to have, so uh, I ate a lot of it once I became an adult. Uh, I don't eat it much anymore. The thing I, plus the thing I like about frosted mini wheats. Now I know it's the it's the Kellogg's frosted mini wheats that's going that's in this tournament, but frosted mini wheats. There are lots of off brands that still have tasty frosted mini wheats. And you would know because like, that's all your dad would let you eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> the off no, brand. we we always had Kellogg until I was older, and then yeah, we started getting the off brand. Um, but I've just over the years, you know, because my kids like them. I mean, so I, I eat them. I do. I do. Okay, yep. are we going? Yeah. Uh, there, now there's a there's a dispute in the Reeser household. Rhonda says frosted uh -oh. mini wheats. Her husband Steve says life. So frosted I would say frosted life. mini wheats. And again, I'm just uh, unconjecture that. Anything that is frosted has to be better than anything that is not. <laughs> they need to make – here's the thing, Kellogg's. Why don't you make a double-sided frosted mini-wheat? I don't understand. Why does one side have to be – Probably half as cheap. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, well, Would you pay double the price for your thing, box be... of cereal? I would pay twice the, twice, twice the price for a double-sided frosted mini-wheat. But I bet to offset the cost, they would have to make the bale smaller. True. Can't get much smaller than a mini wheat. A Here's the thing. How about let's <laughs> let's inject it. Let's let's keep one side frosted, one side non-frosted, and let's eject. Let's inject it with more frosting. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's a it's a frosting injection. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the five and the three seed. I'm sorry, the three and the six seed, we have the three seed Golden Grams, a personal favorite, versus <laughs> Kicks. Kicks. Golden Grams. There's no, it's not even close for me. I don't Golden know. Grams Girl might be the Close your eyes was really good. No, no, no. <laughs> <sighs> Golden Grams to me might be the, the perfect cereal. 
every bite, it the first bite down to the last soggy, milk soiled, uh, boiled rectangle. <laughs> that beautiful golden rhombus. Yes, perfect hue, perfect cereal <laughs> hue. Uh, Brady, do you feel strongly about? <laughs> yeah. I do not like kicks. Um, I always thought they tasted like box. Um, <laughs> it was pure cardboard. You would open that thing up, and every bite tasted like a um, processed cardboard box. So um, I am going heavily on Golden Grams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. In that moment, I realized what I did. Got me snorting. Uh, uh, Johnny, welcome, John. Designer Hang on, be patient, Johnny. <laughs> hey. Super golden sugar smacks. Yeah, those make me coming. He's just throwing every every adjective you can think of as cereal. <laughs> Super sugar honey wheat golden smacks. Uh, Derek concurs. Derek, been a while. Welcome back. Uh, yes, welcome, Derek. Con- concurs that golden grams are in fact it is cereal. Uh, and and here's the thing about golden grams, the milt afterwards was also mm. it tasted the same. It like. Everything about the bowl, everything inside the bowl tasted the exact same. You lick your spoon for a half hour after that. Did you, did you tilt the bowl back and Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or you just or you just just hummingbird it. You just <laughs> throw your beak right in there. Vamped. Vam it. Uh Rhonda says kids because it uh, reminds her of grandma's house. So that'd be Grandma Jennings. Or Grandma Boyd, which one had the kicks? All right, Todd. All right, you may proceed. While, while we're waiting, um, the two versus seven seed to me seems a lot tweeter than what it should be. It's pretty tweet. Um, Fruity Pebbles versus Tricks. That's boy. a tough one. That's a multicolor throwdown. Um. I'm going to go, oh, and this is a gut visceral reaction. I am going to go heavily on tricks because Fruity Pebbles, although they are tasty, they kind of look like fish food, and they kind of act the same way once a little bit of milk hits them. And um, and tricks remains a nice crunchy sphere for the, um, you know, as my, as it jumps onto my fork. And um, so I'm going to go tricks. Jumps on my fork. Who says that about cereal? That no one. Eating? Is is Bree still listening? Was was it, didn't yeah. she admit to eating cereal with a fork, or well, at least she admitting admitted she, to understanding? Yeah, she she understood it. I don't know that she ever attempted it. Maybe she has since then, but uh, um, we should do that. We should have an episode where we all try to eat cereal with a fork. No, Eric, I know you no, don't eat cereal. No, no, you can eat dry cereal with a fork. Oh no. <laughs> All right, uh, I I am going to go the other way. I'm going to go heavily on the Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles is one of my top two favorite cereals ever. I I like Fruity Pebbles so much, I have a Fruity Pebbles candle in the same room that I'm in right now. 
behind the cabinet over there that I may break out for an episode. But it and you guys, it smells so good you'll be able to smell it through the screen. It, it smells exactly like a giant bowl. It's hibiscus beach. Hmm. Mine you is one I made myself. Your candles. Mine is one I made myself at the Candle Works, or Candle Lab, <laughs> and I named this one Less Manly, because after I smelt it, it smelled a little less manly than the other candles I made. The other, I made two of them the same night, and this one was the, the, less, the least manly of the two of them. So uh, It looks manly. It does. It does. Yeah, I named, I, you can't see the name of it. Can you see the name of it, Less Manly? Uh, oh, that's, that's less, what the name of it is? I name you name them when you make oh, them, and okay. I named yeah, it less I, yeah, manly. I see, I see it now. Less manly. Where is this yeah. candle works so place? It's right down there by Latitudes. It's awesome, awesome date night. It's a, it's a really cool place. Gone. I'm gonna have you to just, hit you, that up. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm going Got, fruity pebbles, Brady. So we're gonna need a tiebreaker here. Um, I will say fruity pebbles because that rabbit was damn annoying. That's what I would say. It's not his fault. He was being excluded from society. Not only that, but doesn't it look a lot like rabbit poop that's just multicolored? It could be lupine feces in that bowl, multicolored. See, I, that's what I always thought. I always thought the rabbit was pooping, and that was the cereal he made. He made his own cereal. That, that was its trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tricks right, indeed. Uh, we, we have uh, a... <laughs> yeah, that'd, tri that'd trick you. Uh, Derek says dip Oreos in the milk after the golden gram. Man. I don't know if I want uh, Oreo at the same milk as my Golden Graham. <laughs> uh, uh, Rhonda says, Grandma Boyd. She ate them every weekend at Grandma Boyd's house. Uh, Rhonda also says, Fruity Pebbles, because it leaves a sugar film in my mouth for the rest of the day. It, Rhonda has some amazing points tonight. So later on, when it's snack time, you just lick the roof of your mouth. You don't have to leave your desk. You just there, there you go. And, pour milk in, and you got a whole new bowl of cereal in your mouth. Uh, Johnny with a shot Anybody else? at Brady. Silly rabbit forks are for dorks. Guilty. <laughs> Johnny, fruity pebbles or or tricks? We need to we need to make this uh, unanimous. Yeah, one yeah. way or the other. We have what two votes for fruity pebbles? Three votes for fruity pebbles. Yep. One for tricks. Is that is that so, good enough to so, give it the win? So, yeah, we yeah, So either way, it's going to win. Yeah. Fruity fruity pebbles. Nick. All right. Let's go quicker now. All right. So number one versus number eight, we have cinnamon toast crunch versus booberry. 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 Um, <laughs> I have some booberry cologne. Wait, I didn't think that through. Um, I'm going to go cinnamon toast crunch. Thank you very much. I am too. Booberry was one of the worst of the monster cereals. I miss, I missed something. I think. <laughs> you need to do you need to text it to me. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was just thinking right. that. So cinnamon toast crunch, without a doubt. Blueberry was blueberry was gross. Yeah. The, the yeah. it's Smurf. Four versus flavor, five right? C. <laughs> Four versus five C. This one's easy for me. We got raisin bran. So let's take a boring ass cereal like Wheaties <laughs> or cornflakes, and let's just throw another boring ass food a raisin in it. <laughs> then it becomes something that says, what is it? There's a race to get out of your colon and everything's winning after the raise it in. <laughs> and then let's brag about the fact that we're not going to just put four or five nasty ass raisins in there. We're going to put two scoops. 
two giant scoops of fat ass blood filled ticks in my in my in my in my corn cereal. Versus Count Chocula. And is that even a a match? John Kerry, hands down. Yes. I always thought he'd look like Count Chocula. Oh yeah. Uh, can, can we agree that Count Chocula yes. takes the win over Raisin Bran? Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Next we have number three. Now, now we're getting somewhere with they figured out what to do with the boring cereal. Frosted flakes. You just frost it. That's all it takes. Versus Apple Jacks. Ooh. Anything frosted is edible. <laughs> oh that's yeah. That's my rule yeah. of thumb. Apple yaks and a, and a, and a heartbeat. It, they're wonderful. I, actually, okay, you want to go double cool? They now have apple jacks with marshmallow in them. The little tiny you marshmallow. marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Have they marshmallowed yeah. everything nowadays? I think <laughs> so. Mucilix with marshmallow. Nice alliteration there. You, do you remember the I commercial? did like Frosted Flakes. Hmm. You remember the commercial? A uh-huh. is for apple, J is for jacks, cinnamon, toasty, apple jacks. Apple jacks, apple jacks. <laughs> I don't know. Do and the podcast is done. We could stop after that because it's not going to get any better than that. So I like Frosted Flakes. You didn't make wheat uh, carp balls out of Frosted Flakes. Too sweet for the cook. You give the carp diabetes. <laughs> if you put the frosted flakes in the- that's a carp underwater saying that by the way <laughs> oh my mud vein <laughs> not sure why I ended it with a <laughs> we are dumber than a box of rocks all right. Yes, we are. But Apple Jacks was another very fine taste in milt after the cereal was done. Mm-hmm. Even though you wouldn't think apples and cinnamon would go well with milk, it worked. It did. Nothing, nothing goes well with milk. Milk. So, Brady, are we saying Apple Jacks? Oh, yes. Palm de terre Jacques in en Francais. Right. <laughs> Last game in this region, mm-hmm. number two versus seven. This is easy for me. Number two, we have... The greatest of all Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, versus Kellogg's Corn Pops or whatever they were called. Pops. Pops. Just Pops. With with the frog? That the thing with the frog? Just just Pops. Just, uh, I think they were just boring Corn Pops. Didn't it have a frog mascot? I don't think so. Not Corn Pops, didn't. No. You're thinking of sugar, of of Honey Smacks. yeah, Honey yeah, Smacks well. had Diggum the frog. Digger, Digger, Diggum. Yeah, Diggum. Because I, because I thought they were called Diggum Smacks for years. Because the commercial, he just said Diggum. That's all I can say. <laughs> hey, Todd, do you like Which, it? I, yeah, Diggum. Well, well, here's the thing. I, I always was disappointed that the frog could only say Diggum, but I'm not sure what I expected a frog to be able to say other than Ribbit. And Diggum makes a lot more Try sense than Ribbit when you're, when you're selling cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going Honey Nut Cheerios in this because I think Honey Nut Cheerios are great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with a B over the frog. Let's go Honey Nut Cheerio. Mm. There's All no right. frog. 
<laughs> There's no progress. It's corn. It's there. I don't know who the I don't know who the mascot is for corn pop. I don't know Joe Biden. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Joe Biden. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share this here. Now now look at this. Those look like what are those? What kernels, shape is that? Cur, it, it looks like a kernel of corn. It looks like right? a hominy. Aww. Yeah. Hominy. 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 So I'm. Again, I don't like milk, but if I did, I'm looking at a bowl of corn-looking stuff with milk. There's no way Exploding I Exploding from the bowl. Good source of... Fire. Imagine, Eric, imagine shucking your corn <laughs> and then skin, skinning her back and, and, and cutting your corn off the cob into a bowl and then putting milk in it. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> so, we going to Honey Nut Cheerios? Yes. Indeed. I got comments. Right. I got comments. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, Rhonda, we already got that comment up about Fruity Pebbles. Uh, yeah, Silly Rabbit Forks are for dorks. Sorry, put that up. Uh, Johnny said Fruity Pebbles in his vote. Uh, Rhonda said uh, CTC. Uh, her daughter eats a bowl almost every morning. What's, what's CTC? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cinnamon toast crunch yeah. Uh, Derek said Frosted Flakes over AJ's. Apple Derek, gas. that was a tough that was a tough match, Derek. I, I like both of them. Yeah. Derek also voted honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> All right. Next final region. We may have to have this continue. We may only be able say, to finish the first round. Might be to be continued. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh one seed versus eight seed. We have cocoa puffs. <laughs> puffs. <laughs> versus honey. Smacks, <laughs> knick knack, patty whack, give me all the honey smacks. <laughs> that, what was that? <laughs> There's some springs happening, some springage. Um, the honey smacks, Eric, was the frog. That was the frog. Gotcha. Bra Brady, uh, it's sugar smacks until 1982 or 83, and then they became yeah. honey smacks. In a way too unhealthy, I guess. Um, oh, oh shoot, now I was laughing. What, what is it? Sugar smacks, and what was the first one? Honey smacks versus cocoa puffs. Oh, cocoa puffs. I'm cocoa cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah. That was the, the, the toucan, right? Or no? Well, it was some yeah, anomalous bird. It was, it was meant to be a toucan, wasn't it? Well, toucan was, was the that was toucan Sam. Toucan right. Sam was Fruit oh, Loops, right. Fruit the Wops. No, wait a minute. Uh, Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It was a cuckoo bird, right? That's why he said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right. Why didn't they call them Dodo Puffs and have a Dodo bird? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would say anything chocolatey beats anything else. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Cocoa and here's puffs. the thing. How come Smacks is the only onomatopoeia they thought of for cereals? Smacks. Why not, why not like sugar thwops or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> or, or honey or zings. corn kabooms <laughs> uh, Rhonda votes Cocoa Puffs Cocoa Puffs uh, Johnny Sugar Smacks was a bear No bear. No, 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 no Super not, Golden not, Crisp not. was a bear Wow Super Golden Crisp was a bear Sugar slash honey smacks was the frog, but they were oh, damn near the same the frog. They were damn near the same cereal. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Was a bear. Fuzzy, Fuzzy Wuzzy, Wuzzy, Wuzzy had no hair. 
<laughs> Ooey Gooey was a worm. Ooey Gooey had no germs. He climbed upon the railroad tracks. The train he did not see. <laughs> Ooey what? Gooey. You don't remember being taught that when you were a kid? No. Okay. Kind of like we the had. Uh, the two aardvarks in a bathtub. <laughs> what one aardvark? What? <laughs> what one aardvark say to the other aardvark? <laughs> no soap radio. I don't remember those. That. <laughs> oh, sorry. I laughed my ass off of that joke, having no clue what I was laughing at, but I knew it was supposed to be funny for years. Yeah. Uh, Derek says, honey smacks for the wind. Cocoa puffs hurt the roof of the mouth, similar to those corn pops. Yeah, there wasn't much puffy about them. They were, they were pretty uh, uh, firm. Taut. Yeah, taut. <laughs> it, was a, it was a taut cocoa ball. Hey, James. Jim, Jim, welcome. Jim. Uh, honey smacks is his vote. Oh, I wrote in the wrong uh, spot. Johnny, I pulled the muscle under my tongue once, imitating the cuckoo bird. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, Johnny. You've pulled that same muscle doing so many things. I think eating potted meat. Um, I don't know. I know he's told us that before on this podcast. Yeah, he has. All right, number four five. No, hang on a minute. One eight four five. Okay, four five. Reese's puffs, puffs. versus Cap'n Crunch. See, this isn't fair because they took two of my favorites and put them head to head, but yet they got mucilix and 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 hay bales. And oh man, um, I gotta go with the cabin. Cabin. Reese's Puffs. I haven't had them in decades, but I remember They're them great. being one of my favorite cereals ever. It, 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 you slap the name Reese's on the side of it, I'm pretty much gonna love it. In fact, Reese's I had my first <laughs> I had my first Reese's punk in the day of the season. Ah. All right. Uh <clears throat> Sugar Smacks. Uh Johnny says was a bear. No. Was Super Golden Crisp was the bear. Sugar Smacks was Diggum. Yeah, until it was Honey Smacks. I know my serial history on this. This is this and I will fight you. You guys might have won last week's battle of Eddie Rabbit versus uh um, <laughs> Nat King DJ Cole, the or whoever the hell it was, but uh, but this one, uh, they were they were very one of them, Blue probably was, Swede. Blue one of them was probably uh, Post and one of them was probably Kellogg's, right? Um, but but Sh Super Golden Crisp was the bear and Diggum was the uh, mascot for sugar slash honey, Diggum smacks, but they really were they, they were alike, they were like little peach shaped, uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, peach shaped brown. I don't know. Looked like something would fall off a tree. They, did, they didn't really like look a like calorie a calorie shell. Yeah, yeah. So are we? So we don't have an agreement though on this matchup. Reese's Puffs versus Captain Crunch. I gotta go with the Captain. And I'm going Reese's. Did anybody vote, Eric? Uh, Eric's vote would be Reese's because he said, "Oh, yeah, anything, anything chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, anything chocolatey beats anything not in my world." Um, and just for uh. Our purposes here. There's a super sugar crisp bear, vitamin powered, post. Yeah, vitamins. It's a very confident looking bear. That, that's why the kids ate it. The vitamins. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, Rhonda says Captain. Rhonda said Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Captain Captain Crunch. 
Captain of Crunch. So why why is it why is he just a captain? I mean, if you have your own cereal, it have to be at least an admiral, don't you? <laughs> I'm not sure the high Commodore Crunch. <laughs> There's some alliteration for you. How about Colonel Crunch. <laughs> well, it's a it's a seafaring thing, so it has to be Commodore. <laughs> and if it was from like you know the generic one, it'd be Corporal Crunch. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the that's the Kroger, that's the Kroger brand. I, <laughs> if the Captain Crunch had Crunch Berries in it, it would oh. to me it would make a difference. But regular Captain Crunch, I mean, you literally need skin grafts to fix the roof of your mouth after eating that cereal. Uh, Rhonda does say peanut butter crunch is the bomb. It is awesome, and this is the tightest battle we've had. So. Eric and I say peanut butter. Brady and Rhonda say Cap'n. We need we need a tiebreaker. Yeah. Does anyone anyone in the audience want to break that tie? Oh. Oh, Derek's just asking about uh, number two greatest all round cereal. It, uh, Derek had actually won its first round matchup versus uh, Rice Krispies, so it is definitely still in the tournament. We'll have to pick it up next week with round two. Um, I believe the Sweet 16. Yes. Uh, Johnny says Johnny says Cap'n. There it is. Cap'n. Jim says Cap'n, even is. after the skin graph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cap, Cap'n it is. Two more games in this in this first round. All right. Three versus six. Cookie Crisp versus not even a game for me. Cocoa Pebbles. I'm going Cocoa Pebbles all day long. Ah, oh, Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Here's the thing. Don't fool. Don't try to fool my ass. Give me a cookie. Don't tell me. Don't just give me a bag of mini cookies and tell me that I'm eating something healthier or something better. I want. Just hand me a, a stack of cookies, a sheath of cookies, a sleeve, of a cookies. sleeve of cookies, a tower of cookies. I will say. I will make a proclamation on this show right now. I stand with Cookie Jarvis. <laughs> And Cookie Crisp. <laughs> cookie Jarvis. That sounds like a disease you get under your armpit or something. Got a case of the Cookie stop Jarvis. And, stop and get some some uh, some, some salve. Get some, some salve. Some <laughs> some ointment for your Cookie Jarvis. I don't know. It's a fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a little Jarvis on your cookie there. We'll rub some ointment on you. <laughs> what's a, I'm not sure what's a funnier word, ointment or salve. Salve is definitely older. A bulb. Like, people carried salve in satchels. I mean, they... oh my goodness. Uh, Cookie Jarvis, the man, <laughs> and his bowl of cookies. Do you crisp. know what? I, I, I swear, I, with God as my witness right now, I never put it together. Cookie Jar, Cookie Jarvis. Which is why his name is Cookie Darvis. Ah, I didn't either. I just, I, I'm serious. I don't know why at this moment I picked that up. Now, now look at him. He's, he's got the uh, distinguished long white beard. He's got the wand with the chocolate chip cookie on the end, the magic <laughs> wand. And he has the pointy hat, the magician hat. with. Yeah, and he has two it. sugar beets for feet. He's got the <laughs> condom-shaped shoes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Moccasins. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, how could you go against Cookie Jarvis? Because the Cocoa, the Flintstones, man, the Flintstones. <laughs> Cookie Jarvis. <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles is my favorite cereal ever, so I, I, I'm i going to go without a day long. We're going to need some time. Well, actually, we have two to one right now. Yeah. Eric went. Rhonda says, have you ever eaten a Cookie Crisp Dry, the grossest cookie you <laughs> Thank ever? Thank you, Rhonda. It's, let's take a nice chocolate chip cookie and turn it into a cookie plate a disc if you will see that's glass half empty i'm saying take a cereal and make it great like a cookie yeah i'm not talking about ruining a cookie i'm talking about making cereal good (laughs) (laughs) Derek, grandma's italian wedding soup that is a strange connection there i can see it though Derek. (laughs) uh just to read the whole comment there for the benefit of our audio audience uh derrick says cookie crisp anything pebble fruity coca or any variation thereof reminds Derek of his grandma's Italian wedding soup. <laughs> I hate, I hate sifting for my food. He says, uh, Rhonda says coca pebbles, coca pebbles. Did Bam Bam have a cereal? He pebbles. was, he was in the cocoa pebbles. He ate cocoa pebbles. Cause he, what? yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Why are they called pebbles? Why are they called? Why are they called? Yeah. Coco Bam Bams. Coco Bam I don't Bam. know. Yeah. I don't know. Bam 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 One of the great podcast moments. Remember the... Uh... <laughs> yes, it was. We need to release that as an instant classic someday. <laughs> it's even funnier when you listen to it in slow motion. <laughs> uh, so who won that? Doesn't that make one? sense. Listen to it in slow motion. Let's, 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 you, you know what I meant. So I, I think, sadly, I think Cookie Crisp won. Sadly for me, I mean, I got to be impartial. Rhonda says because they're shaped like pebbles. I I don't know that they're shaped like pebbles. <laughs> they're shaped like a like a like fish food, like aquarium food. Well, I mean, yeah. pebbles. Yeah. They're, I mean, so uh, I think Rhonda is only Rhonda and I as far as our. Vote, so yeah, we're right. going cookie crisp in the final game of the evening. Yeah, this just makes it easier for my, my homework next week. I don't have to do much work. I already have what I'm going to talk about next week. We got round two of the tournament. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. We have the number two seat. Nobody ever calls it tournament except for Mr. Miyagi and Daniel LaRusso. I don't understand that. Get him a body bowl. <laughs> 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 uh. All right. Lucky Charms, number two Damn. seed, versus Coco Krispies, Coca. Coca. number seven seed. It's easy for me. I'm going Lucky me. Charms. Oh, there always have to be Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah, I want definitely the Lucky Charms. Rhonda. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. down. You're the best. That, that is true 80s schmaltz pop. Right there. Schlock. I'm surprised that song never charted. Who sang that song? <laughs> well, I'm sure the person who wrote it charted a few times, but <laughs> we know George Brett. We opened the segment with George Brett charting. There's a fly. There's a fly. Can you see that fly? What the hell are flies doing out in October? Do we have anybody to vote against Lucky Charms? No. Nope. Uh, Lucky Charms, hundred percent from Rhonda. Lucky Charms, easily. I I didn't even hear who Lucky Charms is. Uh, 
Cocoa okay. Krispies. Now, Eric, your your normal take is that anything chocolate wins. Uh, yeah. But man, Lucky Charms is awful good. Yeah. The leprechaun over the elephant. Uh, yeah. I, I will have to go against my own rule here. Got the marshmallows. Yep. You got the and fruity. And Lucky Charms has a chocolate Lucky Charms out now. Ooh, really? I don't think yeah. I would like that. That sounds like a bit much. I don't know. Got the it's got the mellows in it. But yeah. That compete uh, that completes round one of our tournament. And uh it's I think it's gonna be a tough one. But uh, Fruit Loops, I think, is a favorite. Fruity Pebbles is a favorite. Uh we have uh I believe Lucky Charms is gonna be right there at the end. <laughs> and count so count chocolate. <laughs> So if this was the tournament that was being broadcast on CBS in March, Clark Kellogg's would have to be the commentator. <laughs> uh, so Ron, to ask a question, anyone else eat the cereals and save the marshmallows for the milk? Yeah. Hey, Rhonda, did you know that you can buy just a box well, with bag in the box of just the marshmallows? marshmallows. Yeah, you can, you can buy those at... Uh, any Amish store. Yeah. I've seen them at like candy stores and stuff as well. I think that would be cool. And then you could buy, if you could buy a box of regular Lucky Charms, sift you out some, some grains, some whatever they're made out of rice or whatever. And then you could put your, you could change the entire ratio. Basically you're changing so, the ratio. So this is in my estimation, this is the only situation where Brady's use of the fork to eat the cereal would be valuable. If you wanted to sift out the cereals and keep the marshmallows. Yeah. We, or Brady, even with Brady's apparati, you could stab the, the marshmallows. True. Very stab true. the marshmallows, and, yep. and then you would have no no crispies on your on your fork. And then Lucky Charms, uh, they're like shaping. There's usually like gaps in them, and you could take a good fork tine and puncture that Lucky Charm right through the and it could, heart. Like, Yes. Yeah. There is Harpoon a heart in them. <laughs> so uh, Rhonda says those marshmallows are not the same. I, I've, I've personally never bought them, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, but I was tempted. All right. All right. I'm done. Very good. All right, looking at our uh, website once again. Uh, this time we will go to the isms on our website. And we've made mention of some isms today, I believe. So, uh, again, if you go to our website, playbyearpodcast.com, uh, you can go to the spot on the menu that says play by ear isms. And uh, you have a Urban Dictionary style a listing of our things that we uh, use in our, uh, as far as words. Uh, in our show that are a little off the beaten path, let's just say. Uh, one I heard there, uh, what was I thinking of? Um, one of them we said during our conversation about cereals that I was going to go ahead and, and say, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I will pick one out and I will. Um, <clears throat> so this uh, is called the apostrophe slash plural reference and this is a euphemism for one private one's private parts 
And the sentence is, man, in the unedited version of Cocoon, I did not need to see Wilford's Brimley, (laughs) but I was okay with Jessica's Tandy's. (laughs) (laughs) I know that one movie, we all got to see Kevin's Bacon. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, What what was that? Um, Uh, Wild uh, Things. Wild Things, that's right. Okay, uh, we are to our game of the night, one we haven't played in a while. Uh, gentlemen, we are a little uh, late on our on our clock here, so we're only going to play to three, so the first one to three will win, and the game is Dirty Minds. Dirty, Dirty Minds. Dirty Minds. Okay, so uh, the game is called Dirty Minds. Audience, if you have not heard it before, uh, reason why it's called that is you will hear some uh, definitions I will read or some uh, uh, different things uh, regarding this word, the keyword, and uh, it will sound rather dirty, but it is an innocuous sort of word that uh, is to be guessed here. So uh, our co-hosts will try to make their guesses, and again, the first one to three here will win, as again, we are short on time. So we uh, drew lots backstage. Brady, you won the uh, drawing of the lots. Holy so you will... Holy okay, so it, there are five different um, sentences here that go along with this word. So uh, we'll just go in back and forth fashion. And the first one to guess correctly will get the point. So, Brady, you'll get the first one. Okay, Brady. <clears throat> hey, what? Sometimes you have to poke me to get me flowing. Sometimes you have to poke me to get me flowing. A soap dispenser. All right, Todd. Second uh, sentence here. I can smother your hot meat. Ketchup. Ketchup is correct. Ketchup. Uh, All right. So the other sentences, if you're not careful, I can leave a red stain, pound my bottom enough, and I'll spurt all over. (laughs) And uh, some people don't. Good night. (laughs) Some people don't like me on their wiener. (laughs) So we are, our rating is TV 27, right? That's a. Indeed. All right. Again, all you people have dirty minds. Exactly. We're talking about regular, condiments. Regular old words. Basic here. condiments. Exactly. So run of the mill cookout. Condiments. Condiments. Yeah. All right. Todd leads one to nothing. Todd. Even if I'm small, I can handle a threesome. Brady just shakes his head. <laughs> I feel tawdry. Tawdry. I love that word. It's not not used in our lexicon near enough. Tawdry. Tawdry. I don't know. Don't know. 
Brady, <clears throat> some people aren't capable of getting me erect. How tawdry do you feel now? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. This is a tough one. Todd, it's okay to fall asleep while you're inside me. Carry the one. Now, keep in mind, audience, if you're late to the game, these are just regular old words. The game's called Dirty Minds. Yeah, so if you're thinking something right. else, exactly. you have a dirty it's your, mind. It's your problem. Yeah, if you're thinking something else, you need to seek right. counseling because we are completely on the straight and narrow. Narrow. Nary. Um, Driven snow we are. I don't know. Crap. Brady, after you get me up, you should tie me down. I know what it is. Crap. A hammock. Eh. Can I guess? Do you want the last clue? No. You don't get any less points for you. Okay. The last Go ahead and give me the give me the clue. When it starts to get wet, you should come inside. <laughs> A tent. Tent. Tent is correct. Can hardly even say it. <laughs> Jim got it right. All right, Todd to Brady. No. No set. No set. All right. Back to Todd. I might give you one hump or two. A camel. A camel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to win. I, uh, I'm a Norwegian. I'm going to win. <laughs> Gain. <laughs> I'll read the others. Uh, <clears throat> three wise men came on me. <laughs> you can ride me bareback. I usually kneel down before you mount me. <laughs> and you're usually hot. <laughs> I'm between your legs. <clears throat> well, uh, that that went rather quick. <laughs> should, should, should we should we continue or should we just? Uh, I we have we have. Let's do five more minutes. All right, five more minutes. We have yeah, because we're that that took like three minutes. So <laughs> I would I wouldn't feel right if you only got to spend three minutes on your topic, Eric. So I so. <laughs> So I don't know, Brady. Does that mean your mind is too dirty or not dirty enough? I I'm struggling. <laughs> All right, Brady. I hang between your legs. Now again, it's dirty minds. These are just innocuous words. Yes, yeah. there hasn't been anything dirty so far about any of these answers. No, no. Only in people's minds. A zipper. Uh, good guess, but no. Todd. So, 
Sometimes you have to pinch me to make me f- make it fit. <laughs> Pince. Pince. A loaf. No, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. A belt. Incorrect. <clears throat> okay, Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, reading this line makes me think I'm reading lines from 48 Hours of Reggie Hammond. Um, after a little trim, I'm usually poked by a professional. <laughs> 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 what was that last part? Uh, after a little trim, I'm usually poked by a professional. I got nothing. Nothing. Todd? Putting your legs in the air exposes more of me. The bottoms of your feet. Incorrect. Last clue, Brady. Okay. I always start at your crotch or your or your creech. Inseam? Inseam, Brady nice. on You're board. kidding. Good job. Yes. Inseam. I pulled that out of my ANUs. <laughs> Which is right around your inseam. <laughs> Three to one. Well, well done. All right. Todd. I'm eight inches long and made out of latex. A glove. I'll allow it. A rubber glove. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's made out of latex. That's redundant. Uh, <laughs> true. I'll allow it. I will allow it. Four to one. Brady? Yeah. If I have to pull out, it's an emergency. A highway patrolman? Incorrect. Todd, I can sport a huge extension. A fire truck. Fire engine. Ah, there you go. That's correct. All right. I, I think probably five to one would signal the end of this game. I think. I think I just have a cleaner mind than Brady. His mind's just too I, dirty. I, I, I think that's what it is. So, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, a, what does that even what does that even mean? Where did that ever come from? I've only seen that in cartoons. Nope. over your shoulders. Yeah, nobody's ever done that in the history of winning. <laughs> in cartoons, they have. 
and again for the uh, benefit of our audio audience is that clutch both of your hands and kind of shake them over your shoulders thing i don't know what you call that but like you're making shake a pudding over your shoulders <laughs> my mom made shake and bake and i helped i helped i helped all right, so that brings us to the end of episode 74 of the Play It By Your podcast. Hope you enjoyed our show here. And uh, Jim with another good guest there with the fire truck. Tune back in next week for round two of our tournament. Yes, so uh, you get to hear who wins the cereal. Squid game. Yep. <laughs> the 2021 Ultimate Breakfast Cereal Championship. Yes. Uh, and also, uh, Brady will have a topic of some sort, and I will probably have a game of some sort. So that's kind of the way we roll here. But uh, it will all be played by ear, so please join us. Uh, as always, our audio version of this podcast will be released at 3 a.m. on Friday morning. And I hope you enjoyed our Instant Classic this past week in honor of Brown County Fair Week. We re-ran our Brown County Fair episode. And... Uh, if you remember a couple weeks back, I uh, gave the link to the Brown County Fair episode to my minister. <laughs> Said, if you want to get some background on the fair and the whole historical context, you need to listen to this. And he said, listen to about half of it. He said, he didn't know it was going to be two hours, but, uh, <laughs> but he found the information valuable. So uh, we, we are not only idiots here we we do you're civic minded civic minded that's right that's very good very good get you to your tender groins <laughs> right okay so uh, audio uh, you can find it on uh, most audio platforms where you can find audio podcasts a little little quick little history though a little uh, trivia about not trivia i guess a uh, uh, interesting fact about that episode is i think that was the first episode where Eric had to use the power of the pen and uh, do a little <laughs> do a little editing, and uh, we obviously won't fill you in on what he had to edit, but there was. Um, <laughs> I, I still stand behind. It shouldn't have been edited. <laughs> That's why it's so I funny will not because because <laughs> Eric edited without without running it by Brady, and it was a Brady segment that was edited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just it's funny. You might talk to us in private sometime yeah. and, and ask us, but uh, yeah, know, honestly. That that was episode seven of our podcast. Now that we're at seventy something, I I might have let it fly at seventy something. <laughs> I Can was, I, I was, tell the story real I, quick? I, I was still concerned about how people might perceive us in episode seven. I, I don't care you, if you, you tell could, the story, Brady. You, you could you could trust my filter, okay? okay. I'm being totally serious. So at the fair when I was a Ute, you know, there's always those urban legends. And people said, oh, I heard that there was one time the guy that operated the Ferris wheel, you cut some girl's finger off. I was in line when that happened, when I was six years old, five or six years old. And the gentleman slammed the Ferris wheel lap restraint shut on a little girl's finger. It cut it off, and he picked it up and handed it to the mom. Now, I didn't see that detail, but I was in the backed-up line when the ambulance pulled up and they shut down the ride. That's not why he... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember why I edited that uh, little portion of the podcast. Well, but it, 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 Because I, I think I wasn't very kind to the ride operator. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember specifics, but... Uh... Yeah. 
the uh, it ended up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, like as you said, it did. <laughs> I, but I, I, I still think I think that was the first like cut you ever had to make, other than just yeah. like cleaning up some yeah. noise or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and, and and I never would have thought my first cut would have had to be whatever Brady said. <laughs> I just. I thought for certain it'd be you, Tom. I was going to say, I'm guessing you would have thought it would have been me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Video-wise, uh, this will be archived on YouTube and uh, Twitch. And uh, you can also Twitch. watch watch it on Twitter. Uh, speaking of uh, archived on YouTube, I, we need to go back to the website because we need to do the Anu's Watch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Cattle. Feline yeah, and use. <laughs> Cattle. <laughs> Cat anus. Yeah, let's uh, get to the right screen here. I think we're down to one week. It, it's close. It's getting close. We could just put it in every poster so it never goes away. We could. There it is. <laughs> there it is. It's the last. It's winking at you. Right there. <laughs> it was the last cat's bottle. So uh, once episode 74 gets archived <laughs> into YouTube, episode uh, 60 will be off. It'll still be there. You just have to click over uh, to next. Just out of spite, we'll make it an instant classic. So it's there for 12 more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. All right. So, uh, again, you can find us there uh, on video. Uh, go to our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and. Uh, Interact with us via email. No one ever sends us emails. Admin oh, at or by your podcast.com. Voice, voice messages. Mails. Yeah. Yes. Voice messages. You can uh, click on your audio podcast provider. There's a link there. Leave a voice message and you can do that. And we can uh, put you right into the audio version of our show. So please do. And uh, actually, it allows people to comment after the fact because we do our live recording and then people can get onto the first release audio version making comments on what we've already talked about there. Yes. So yeah. that's, a, that's an interesting wrinkle. No one's used, I don't think, since Kurt Dietrich was the last one to do that way back when. So uh, explore that one also. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? I don't believe oh, so. Gosh. Thanks for sticking with us gentlemen. for a two-hour and two-minute episode. A little longer than our usual, but hey, yeah, we, don't mind if, do. we don't mind if you break it up into a couple of different segments. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. All right, Todd, take us out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.